Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Bob. Mm. Bob. I have to get back to work. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, July 18, 2023, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hello, we're back. I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 909 of the Biden-Harris administration, 475 days until the 24th presidential election. You can find me on Instagram, the Bob Seska, Twitter, Bob Seska underscore go. All the other crap. I think it's just Bob Seska plus uh, threads is the Bob Seska for some reason. Thank you, Zuckerberg. Oh, and our Patreon page is bobseskashow.com. All right, sitting right over there, it's Buzz Burbank with the news. Yeah. You say Buzz Burbank. No, no, I'm fine. You said it all. Hi. No, no, no. It turns out it was the rocking pneumonia. Ro- <laughs> rocking. Pneumonia. <laughs> Never got the flu though. Yeah. Hi everybody. Uh, Hi. He, he's he's Bob. We're back. Yes. Uh, he's Bob. Uh-huh. I'm I'm Buzz. Now with no artificial sweeteners. Dangerous crap. We're just finding out, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, not a very restful vacation for either one of us. Mm. Uh, do you realize how much paperwork there is when you try to join NATO? We both did that separately, and and they still didn't let us in. Right. Uh, I signed up. I did sign up for uh, Zuckerberg's new social media site, Threads, Mm -hmm. uh, but but I haven't really used it. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think it's in the same drawer as my fidget spinner. Are you saying it's a fad? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, oh, and over the break, uh, Rudy Giuliani lost his law license in D.C. Aw. Yes, he was disbarred. Of course, with Rudy, if it's not this bar, it's that bar. <laughs> it's despicable. Perfect. Oh, and man, it's been hot. Oh, crazy. Has it been hot where you are? Oh, yes. It's, oh, my God. It's, it's hot everywhere. It's been so hot. How hot is it? Uh, Trump's hair was seen flying north to Canada. <laughs> it, it's been so hot. How hot is it? Kevin McCarthy stood between Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene to cool off. It has been so hot. How hot is it? Uh, Ron DeSantis signed a bill allowing Floridians to shoot at the sun. And they're doing it. <laughs> uh, and, oh, the, the troubled Ron DeSantis uh, presidential campaign yeah. is, is short on cash. And he had to lay off nearly a dozen people. Mm-hmm. But, but don't worry about those folks. They can now go back to their old jobs at Disney World. <laughs> 
And and Fran Drescher, Fran yeah. Drescher is the head of the Striking Actors Union. Yeah. And and of course we support the actors and the writers and all the unions. Yes, we do. But 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 here's my advice uh, specifically for Fran Drescher. Uh, you want to win this quickly? Uh, use that voice from the nanny. Yeah, we're back. Back yeah, from vacation. Of, I don't know how to feel of, about that. But if you know what, it feels great. And we're going to kick things off again with uh, Rocky Mountain Mike. Here we go. Tonight's the night we're going to make it happen. Tonight we'll put his other crimes aside. He shagged that gal. He didn't wear protection. A 30-second pleasure in the night. I want to shove you. Will you? Right to right, Chris Island. Yep. They want Yeah, we got to bring that one back because we've got huge news kicking things off. Oh, do we ever. As yeah. we return from vacation. This is so perfect because I was thinking, you know what, Buzz? Since we yes. were away for two weeks, I thought, well, there's a lot of crap that went on in that two weeks. Do we recap yes. all of those things? I mean, what's the big pulse-pounding news item going to be that we use to launch our return to the show? And naturally, Donald Trump doesn't disappoint, right? It falls in our laps just moments before the show, actually, and that's... Yeah. Uh, Trump posting on his uh, whatever Truth Central Truth uh, site. Truth Central. Yeah. That he has received a letter from special counsel Jack Smith informing him that he is a target of a federal grand jury investigation mm. into multiple aspects of the January 6th insurrection. <laughs> uh, this, this means Trump will be indicted and soon. Yeah. Uh, uh, we knew this was coming anyway. Uh, a lot of people are calling this... Uh, uh, happy Target Letter Day, uh, because uh, he got he got a letter informing him he is a target. Yeah. Uh, and and since federal investigations always precede state and local investigations, uh, and because we know Fannie Willis is coming out in the next uh, what between the end of this month and the, well, the third week of next month, she's coming out with her grand jury will be issuing indictments as well, mm -hmm. which uh, we already know will include Donald Trump. Uh, Jack Smith uh, needed to get ahead of this, and he has succeeded in getting ahead of this by collecting uh, irrefutable evidence uh, here. He has a solid, airtight case. That's why we are where we are, and that's why Trump will be indicted any minute now. So you believe Donald Trump. And you know what? Just to preface. In this case, uh, I do. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so do I. <laughs> I'm believing it, which is a strange thing. It's a strange position to be in. And right. it's not because we're still delirious from our vacation. Because this is what we want to hear. Yeah. This is real. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's real. I don't know that he would release this if it wasn't real. There is the school of thought that says, well, maybe he's just doing this to boost his fundraising because he saw that Joe Biden out fundraised him, I yes. think, in the previous quarter. 
So uh, maybe there's that outside possibility. But I think in this case, we can believe what Donald Trump has said here. And uh, there was already, before he announced that he'd received the letter, there was already indication that this is how things were going to unfold. Mm-hmm. We already had p- pretty clear indicators that Jack Smith was ahead of Fonnie Willis here. And this was by design. This is the way the system works. Uh, and so expect Jack Smith to move before the end of this month. <laughs> wow. You know, and I say wow partly because that's how Donald Trump's statement starts out. He released another one of his statements by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States, mm-hmm. which, you know what, every time he puts that header at the top of one of his right. statements, right. you know, the first thing I think of, Buzz, is trying too hard. I, I, I think of illegitimate election. <laughs> well, that, that too. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's a crowded field at the top of yes. the things I think about. Uh, so it starts out, statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States. Wow. On Sunday <laughs> night, while I was with my family. Wait, we need some, uh, some sad music for this. Yes, we do. Yeah, there we go. Wow, on Sunday night while I was with my family, having just arrived from the Turning Point event in Florida where I won the straw poll against all other Republican candidates with 85.7%, with all polls showing me leading in the Republican primary by very substantial numbers, almost everyone... See, that's that's a long, long run-on sentence. He always feels the need to do that. Like, he, he needs to explain every detail. Right, to Every, prove his point, to try to to try to prove his point. Yeah, yeah. Also, as a whoopee, as a way to make himself feel better. Oh, <laughs> means, absolutely. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Almost everyone predicting that I will be the Republican nominee for president, and as I am leading Democrat Joe Biden in the polls by a lot, that's untrue. No, wrong. Horrifying news, in all caps, for our country was given to me by my attorneys. That was what I just read right there in its entirety, other than wow, all one sentence. All one sentence for you grammar Nazis tuning in. Uh, (laughs) Deranged Jack Smith, the prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ, sent a letter, and then in parentheses, again, it was Sunday night. Oh, boo fucking who? Sunday night, as if Sunday night at Donald Trump's uh, resort is any different than any other night, right? Yeah, well, he's he's having church services at that. Oh yes, that's right. Donald Trump goes to church on Sunday nights. I forgot. Not really. Uh, (laughs) Stating that I am a target of the January sixth grand jury investigation and giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury which almost always means an arrest and indictment. Well, I'll take that. Ooh, well, Plus, it's not, go. he's got he's his own private up. jet. Four days, right. what? He needs to make reservations. He needs Going to go on, and, onto Expedia or something. And Getting arrested couldn't be easier for a man like Donald Trump. You just get <laughs> right. on your plane and you go there and you get arrested. It's just that easy. <laughs> right. He should have the process down by now. It's been a couple of times so far. Mm-hmm. So Nothing now, more. yeah. So now Joe Biden's Attorney General Merrick Garland, who I turned down for the United States Supreme Court in retrospect, based on his corrupt and unethical actions, a very uh-huh. wise decision, together with Joe Biden's Department of Justice, have effectively issued a third indictment and arrest of Joe Biden's number one political opponent, who is largely dominating him in the race for the presidency. Uh-huh. I almost made it. Nothing like this has ever happened to our country before or even close. They illegally spied on my campaign, attacking me with a totally fake dossier. That was It's not fake, by the way. It actually exists. Some of the information in it might not be accurate, but the document is real. It is not fake. Right. Just to be clear about this. 
Uh, well, the dossier was funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign and the DNC impeached me twice. I won. They failed on the Mueller witch hunt. No collusion. They failed on the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. The 51 intelligence agents fraud, the FBI Twitter files, the DOJ Facebook censorship and every other scam imaginable. But on top of that, they have now effectively indicted me three times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep I'll emphasizing that. that. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, bravo. Three. Three is not enough. Keep it. Keep I going. know. Yes. Yeah, keep like, going. Can, can we make it five soon? This is parenthetical, by the way. The DOJ staffed and runs the DA's office in Manhattan. No, it doesn't. No. The DOJ has nothing to do with the DA's nothing office in Manhattan at all. At all. Not even remotely. A, yes. Oh my God. But you know what? He knows that. Of he, course he does. He knows that, but his people don't. The How suckers. Effective. Yeah. I have to ask you this because this this often comes up and it may get used again. Uh, this business of him saying and other Republicans saying, if they if they come for him, if they if they go for Trump, yeah. they're going for you next. Yeah. Do you, do you think that's an effective message to that base? Uh, is should we be concerned about that call to arms there or? Uh, you know, what What do you make of they're coming for you next? If they get me, says Trump, they're coming for you next. How fearful should we be of that? I'm not fearful at all. Okay, go uh, ahead. Well, first of all, because logically speaking, and of course the suckers and weirdos who follow Donald Trump don't adhere to any form of logic whatsoever because they're <laughs> members of a cult. Right. But logically speaking... You know what? Law enforcement comes to regular people all the time. They choked out George Floyd in nine minutes. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is not something, that this boo-hoo, oh my God, law enforcement is coming after you next. They already do. Donald Trump, by contrast, gets all the wiggle room in the world. Donald Trump right. is under federal indictment right now, and he's probably playing golf. As far as his people believing that they're next... You know, how many people have been arrested for January 6th so far and, Over a and convicted? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been a long list of people who have been, long and, list of insurrectionists who have been And that caught. list may double, yes. Yeah, and so far, I don't see any repercussions from that. I, I'm in this school of thought, and maybe it's because I'm fresh off vacation and feeling optimistic, <laughs> but I'm of this school of thought that these people are cowards. That doesn't mean we shouldn't be cautious and we shouldn't keep an eye on these people, and certainly we should. But we'll see what happens with another couple of indictments if that ends I, up going down. You know, and on that subject, if I may continue to divert us, uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, although there are still plenty of violent dickheads still on the street, <laughs> Uh, By the way, I, just let's let's pause and talk about you saying dickheads on the show. Dickhead. I'm, I'm well, very proud of you. That's, that's I, yeah. Here, here's the deal, kids. I, I, Daddy's run out of patience. I'm just, I'm just. I've had enough. I can't hold back anymore. You know, it's time to get real here. Uh -huh. Uh, but anyway, uh, it, it, clearly the arrests, the thousands so far and the perhaps thousand yet to come arrest, didn't get all these folks off the street, mm -hmm. but it got an awful lot of them. It got the most active of the active uh, off the streets, and I feel really good about that. Yeah, yeah. I feel really good about that. I just wanted to work that in because yeah. it, it's something that had been on my mind. And and I, I'm glad that we also addressed the question of should we be concerned about their coming for you next? Because that, that has a 
historical ring to it. Yeah, well, that's something that they always wheel out. People right. like Donald Trump always do that because they want everyone to feel as threatened as they do uh, with the idea that if the mob feels threatened, the mob will do something to not only exactly. protect themselves, but to also protect Donald Trump in one, some way. One, I'm sorry, but you know, One Nation Under Fear, I can't stop quoting that title <laughs> because it's it was true then, it's true now, and, yeah. and it's gotten scarier in that regard. By the way, what you're referencing there is my uh, failed book from no, 2008, was it? I got to be failed. It's on my bookshelf. How can it be failed? <laughs> well, I, you know what? I will give myself this. Uh -huh. I had nothing to do with its failure. I wrote a, a book in I believe that. four months. I started uh -huh. on January 15, 2008, finished <laughs> it, and delivered it on April 15, 2008. Nice. It was supposed to come out in August of 2008. They didn't uh -huh. release it until after the election. Oh, which nice. was, of course, entirely pointless. So no one bought the book. And that was out of my hands at that point. Well, that but, sucks. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I think some of the points I made in that book still stand, even they though do. the writing it, it was, was like... About, it was like, about how... It, no, the writing is beautiful. It was, oh, yeah, it, sure. it was, about, it was about how Republicans, uh, what, in the uh, first Bush years, right? Yeah. Or uh, were using fear uh, as a, a voter motivator. Yes. And uh, it, it, it's very much... It hasn't changed. In fact, what they've done over the years is step that up and uh, to the point that it has become extremely dangerous. But But... The, the theory espoused uh, then still applies. Uh, Republicans use fear to motivate voters, and they do. they're doing it now. And I don't even know. You said they want everybody to be as fearful as they are. I think some of the Republican leaders, some of the Republican politicians are genuinely fearful and want uh, their constituents to be equally afraid. I think uh, a number of them are not afraid but want their constituents to be afraid. Yeah. I think I think some of them are manipulative to that extent. Well, they should be more afraid uh, than yeah. they're yes, at least they telegraphing should. publicly. Oh, because they should really, yeah. I, mean, I can't even imagine having a federal grand jury and someone like Jack Smith breathing down my neck. Uh, that should cause Donald Trump to lose all kinds of sleep. That should yes. cause Donald Trump to go through two dozen diapers throughout the course of a single day, just shitting himself dry. By rights, that's the way it ought to be. And the fact that he's walking around with such bravado, I think, betrays the reality of his actual fear. And what we know from uh, our friend Mary Trump and others is that Donald Trump does, even though he's a sociopath, does experience intense fear and reacts based on that fear. So maybe that's good. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to tell if he has any emotions at all. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I suspect that one's there, yes. So, so here are the last, uh, I, I don't know if this is one sentence or several sentences. Oh, well, there's more. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. just the last few bits of this to provide closure on his statement. Because right. this is a long one. I mean, yeah, yeah him, I mean, yeah. if you printed this out, this would be a couple pages. Uh, let's see here. Where do we leave off? But on top of all of that, they have now effectively indicted me three times. The DOJ staffed and runs the DA's office in Manhattan. That's untrue. With a probable fourth coming from Atlanta, where the DOJ are in strict and possibly illegal coordination with the district attorney. There's nothing illegal about any of that. No, no. Whose record on murder and other violent crimes is abysmal. 
And then in all caps, yeah. This witch hunt is all about election interference and a complete and total political weaponization of law enforcement. It is a very sad and dark period for our nation. And that's it. And all I have to say to Donald Trump in reaction to that is... Lighten up, Francis. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I'm going to be using that one a lot. That's brand new on my soundboard. uh, I like it. The drill sergeant from Stripes. Lighten up, Francis. (laughs) What we'll assume, Buzz, is that the indictment for January 6th will be handed down about five minutes after we finish today's show. So I'm glad uh, that it, we at least led be. with this story. Uh, it, it could be. I, I think it's still me a few, a few days away, but I but it's very, very close. And, and, you know, we've had our moments where we've celebrated certain little victories in the past or we had hope uh, at various times and then uh, we yeah. were disappointed that things didn't work out the way we hope they would, or as quickly as we hope they would. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've arrived. Yeah. We're here. We're here. The reckoning has begun, and it's only begun. It's, it, it, there's, there's more. There's, stick around, because there's more to be seen. And, and it's just, it, it would be such a relief, and is such a relief, to see justice has arrived. It's like Batman has landed. Uh, Because now, now, you know, everything's going to be okay. Aren't there other states looking into the fake electors? Michigan, New Mexico. I I don't remember how many states are investigating the the fake electors, along with Georgia. Absolutely. Uh, And and so you have all these state elections. Uh, Fonnie Willis will probably be the first of the states after Jack Smith does his thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, from what I'm reading, uh, this is a a clear-cut case, both in terms of what the law says and what Trump did. And uh, so, I again, I think all of this, anything Jack Smith is doing, from what I've seen, is a slam dunk. Yeah. Uh, it, not just uh, going to trial, but going to conviction, I think. So uh, we're basically looking at, with these potential indictments, and we're still yeah. using the word potential, I think that's a safe word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with these potential indictments, we're looking at uh, conspiracy Pending. to obstruct a, an official proceeding of Congress, for starters. Is there any other word in terms of what we might also see with regard to Donald Trump on January 6th? Well, as a matter of fact, I'm pulling up something here. Okay. Uh, The schemes included creating fraudulent electoral certificates that were submitted to Congress, implicating statutes such as 18 U.S.C. 371, which prohibits conspiracies to defraud the United States, Mm -hmm. and 18 U.S.C. uh, 1001, which prohibits false statements to the government. Second, after the phony elector scheme failed, uh, Trump tried to pressure uh, Pence to obstruct a joint session in violation of 18 U.S.C. 1512. And third, when that too failed, quote, Trump went to his last resort, triggering an insurrection in the hope it would throw Congress off course, delaying the transfer of power for the first time in American history. This implicated statutes such as 18 U.S.C. 2383, which prohibits inciting an insurrection or giving aid or comfort to the insurrectionists. That's what Jack Smith has. Those are the potential indictments, but I I would go so far as to say pending indictments. Whether he will pursue each and every one of these as stated here, I don't know. No, but this is what he has to work with, and he has all the evidence and all the witnesses he needs to win this case. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. So happy I, to I, hear all I of this. I always like to bring stuff, you know. I like to bring good <laughs> no. stuff, and I, I always manage to find it just in time for the show. <laughs> 
So yeah, I uh, I hope he's crapping his pants. Uh, that's yeah, by rights yeah. he should be. Uh, this right. is not an enviable position to be in, but he deserves all of this. And uh, there's more to come on top of that. So right. it's it's basically now a line is forming around the block of prosecutors <laughs> with right. indictments, just waving yes. the papers. Okay, right. when, when's my right. turn? Come on, it's my turn. Jack Smith, Fonnie Willis, and then the the what I just what is it a half a dozen five five or six at least other states yeah. that are investigating uh, these this fake elector scheme. So oh yeah, this is uh, far from over. I mean, start a scrapbook because uh, yeah. there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of clippings. <laughs> you know, we just read that whole statement by Donald Trump, and right. I just noticed here Marcy Wheeler posted an edited version of the statement that removes all of the whining and lies. <laughs> so let me I'm going to reread this okay, statement with all the whining and lies removed. Right. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States. On Sunday night, Jack Smith sent a letter. Again, it was Sunday night stating that I am a target of the January 6th grand jury investigation and giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment and scene. That's all. <laughs> That's all there is. I do like that version better. You hear, Me kids, you see, you see the value of editing. Where was this 10 minutes ago? You know what? I would even remove giving me a very short four days. I would right. remove that or maybe just leave four days, but a, uh -huh. a very short four days because that's wine. That's wine. Yeah. Giving me four days. Just cut out all that. Yeah. Exactly right. And then also I would remove the parenthetical that says, again, it was Sunday night, even though that is a factual statement. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he was telling the truth, but it's still whining, right. you know, right. so it, does, right. it fails the whining test. This is where a second set of editing eyes comes in handy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, the Trump Mar-a-Lago documents case uh, returns to court today. Yeah. It's a big uh, deal, isn't it? It is, because this is the first time in history that a judge appointed by a president uh, then uh, has to make decisions about that former president's criminal trials. Yeah. Uh, and she has shown favor to Trump in the past. Uh, she's been overruled on some of those things, and that could certainly happen again. Mm -hmm. uh, she could eventually be recused by uh, greater courts, uh, I'm sure, as uh, just uh, the same courts that overturned her previous decisions, the appeals courts. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the danger in the meantime is that this is the woman. Uh, she's had 14 days experience in court over uh, four trials. Before that, she wrote a column for a Spanish-language newspaper about uh, yoga lessons and flamenco dancing and uh, stuff like that. This yeah. is her. This is the judge that uh, Trump appointed. Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, like I said, she has a lot. So it's frightening because she has the power to pave the way and uh, to for him to run for president again. Uh, she also has the power to prevent that. I think the main headline in all of this is whether or not the trial happens after he's president or when Jack Smith wants the trial to happen, which is right. this year. And you know what? I'm feeling like, I mean, this is just my gut on uh -huh. this buzz. I feel as though Eileen Cannon is actually going to rule in support of where Jack Smith wants this trial to start. There is a chance she could. Yeah. Uh, 
God, I hope so. Uh, I, I really, really hope so. Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting. I, it's, it's a tough guess because there's certainly reason to believe she'll rule in Trump's favor. Mm-hmm. But there's also this feeling that you and I and perhaps others have that uh, she might do the right thing here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's possible. And I'm not feeling, again, this may be post-vacation optimism on (laughs) my behalf. Maybe. Give me a couple of weeks and, you know, cynical, pessimistic me will return. But for right now, I'm thinking, you know what? Yeah, I get it. She's a Trump judge. Right. And in that regard, she could uh, make all kinds of decisions in, in his favor. But I don't think she's going to, at least at this stage. She may be aware that not only can her decisions be overturned, but that she can be removed if she doesn't do the right thing here. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I wonder what the motivation would be uh, specifically in terms of delaying the start of the trial until after the 2024 election. (laughs) Because, I mean, obviously, the obvious one is, well, if Donald Trump wins, then he pardons himself. And then the right. whole thing is over. Right. So right. you want to delay and stall, which is the Trump process. That is the Trump strategy for all of this. Delay, 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 delay with the insurance policy. And I still believe that Donald Trump is running for president again as an insurance policy. I think he would much rather yes. just play golf and hobnob and do his, you know, holding court at Mar-a-Lago and Bedminster and, and, and spending the rest of his days doing that. But I feel to an extent, and obviously he's power hungry and all the rest of it, he wants revenge. Those are all motivating oh, yeah. factors. Oh, yeah. But I think the primary motivating factor of him running for president is knowing that that might be his get out of jail free card. It's not going to yeah. work locally. It's not going to work in Manhattan. It's not going to work in Fulton County. But it would work on January 6th. It would work on that investigation and possible indictment here any second now. It would work with the Mar-a-Lago documents case and whatever else, the fake electors and so on, that may still be on the horizon. So that may be his motivation for this. And it's, you know, it's a question mark as to whether Eileen Cannon will uh, support him in that endeavor. Well, uh, I, I, I agree with what you just said. I think that's yeah. definitely a, a motivating factor for Trump in this. But I do think the other one has to do with authoritarianism, which we've yet to discuss. But yeah. uh, it, 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 um, he has bigger plans. Do, do you think that she's going to allow him to talk about the evidence, to talk about the classified material? Because I think that is a non-starter. I don't think she will ever allow a public discussion no. of some of these classified no. documents. No, I mean, uh, you would hope with a, what would seem to be a common sense decision there yeah. that she would make the common sense decision, if nothing else, to give the illusion that she's impartial. So I know Lawrence O'Donnell last night was saying that this would be the first time that Donald Trump would be court-ordered to not talk about something. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. makes me smile. That, that's right. incre- an incredible thing. Can he not do a, it? Yeah, Can exactly. Can do it? A lot, a lot of people I see online don't believe he can do it. I think he's going to find a way. As uh, Ian Malcolm says in Jurassic Park, life finds a way. Well, Trump Mm -hmm. finds a way to get this stuff out. If nothing else, and this goes back to my uh, rant about the witness list, if nothing else, Donald Trump leaks this information to doofus Charlie Kirk or dingus Dan Bongino or... (laughs) 
any of his other lackeys uh, who will then talk about it on their respective podcasts and whatever. I think that's a distinct possibility. So he doesn't necessarily need to talk about it himself if he's got his minion to do his bidding for him, right? Yeah, and now we have two possible titles for today's episode. Either, either Violent Dickheads or... Trump finds a way. Either one of those. <laughs> and which will it be, or will it be something else? Well, you know, as much as I'd love it to be violent dickheads, I think uh -huh. that might get us in trouble with Apple Podcasts. So, oh, there's always that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I could put an asterisk in there. That sometimes yeah. works. Well, but or I don't Trump, know. Trump finds a way is not a bad title either. Well, and you know, these algorithms though, they're like uh, boardwalk games that you play. They're like uh, uh, carnival games. They're all rigged against you, and you have to find oh, a way around oh, them. <laughs> driving me crazy now now that we're occupying i don't know what three dozen different social media platforms each one of them is a copycat of twitter mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah and yeah. so we're now I mean, we're learning all the algorithms i do and i'm on threads and i never look at it and i can't post there because i do my posting across all social media from a desktop computer me too it's just it's just easier yeah yeah uh, and and uh, but there's no threads on on the desktop uh, no can do yeah uh so uh you know i i just i haven't posted anything there so you know it's not real to me i'm i'm, I'm drifting away from mastodon because i keep having trouble getting signed back in so and you know i so I, i've got it narrowed down but i'm on like uh, four or five of them still i i love your joke about how it's similar to a fidget spinner it's like a fad it's like the hula hoop or the frisbee or you know yeah you got everybody had to get a fidget spinner and then they it, they stuck it in a drawer somewhere yeah uh, and and that's kind of what we did we all jumped on board with threads and then everybody went well okay see yeah. you later and that was that was the end of that <laughs> i know it was the most popular thing ever for about five days it, it, well five minutes it didn't five even minutes. get it didn't even get 15 minutes of fame it got like five minutes and <laughs> yeah. then poof it was over yeah. right right and blue sky now seems like a distant memory they haven't even launched publicly yet and so there was all kinds of chatter on the other social media platforms about Blue Sky. Hey, are you on really? Blue Sky? Hey, can I, I have an invite it. for yeah. Blue Sky? Give me an invitation. And yeah. now it's just like, what was that thing called? Jack Dorsey had a thing? Oh, uh, yeah. I forget what it was called. And then it was Threads. And then that, if you look at the numbers, the Threads engagement is way, way down. And sadly, Twitter's engagement remains generally the same. Oh, by the way, I loved over the break uh, Elon, Elon Musk's uh, gnome plan uh, for uh, making more money and by limiting the number of tweets. See, if oh, you limit, yeah. if you limit the number of posts on social media, uh, equals more profit. I know. See, this is how I, part of one, like one whole day of my vacation was spent right. being outraged by Elon I know, Musk's I know. decision regarding. I love the, watching that. Yeah. Yeah, I, that was so ridiculous, and it was accompanied by what was very obviously a glitch. So I think that was just a way for him to explain. To the fact that his janky impulse investment was malfunctioning and there yeah, was nothing was he cover. could do about it. Yeah, it was it a was cover. A cover story. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, okay, lots more show here uh, still to come. We want to talk about this uh, Georgia State Supreme Court decision and sure. also uh, this news, this item in the New York Times about Donald Trump uh, intending to expand presidential powers if oh, yeah. he gets elected. And I oh, use yeah. the word if specifically. Yeah. yeah. Plus, we got a bunch of audio. I have a bunch of uh, accumulated audio here from the break. Marjorie Taylor Greene walking into her own propeller about <laughs> Social Security and Medicare and the, uh, the Great Society. Plus, she released a, a rap video. 
which is oh, good. next level horrendous. Uh, we're going to play a little bit of that. <laughs> and Tucker Carlson laughing like a psychopath at as TPUSA's he, thing over the weekend. As he vanishes into the ether, yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, what. I mean, it was a lot of this. <laughs> but there was an additional level of psychotic mania that <laughs> amplified well, the I, laughing. I, it was I look I look forward to that after the break, but just remember these words, Bob. Yeah. Tears tears of a clown. <laughs> tears tears of a clown. Okay, well, uh, you know, something that happens uh, when we go on vacation, for some reason, an extraordinary number of our Patreon subscribers decide, well, Bob's going on vacation. Everyone's going on vacation. We're just going to say bye-bye to the Patreon page. And by the way, I just want to be clear, everyone who stuck around through the vacation, yes, I'm so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. You get it, and we appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. But we lost a bunch of subscribers during the usual two-week break that we always take in July, and so now we have to all double our efforts. So if you're not subscribed yet, and, uh, and specifically, if you're only listening to just the free portion of the Bob Seska Show on Apple Podcasts and so on, uh, you want to go to the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Bob Seska Show, and sign up for, at the very least, a dollar a month. But if you sign up at $5 a month, you're going to get the Shadow Docket, right? Which is an additional 20 minutes of show that we record after the end credits at the end of every Tuesday and Thursday show. Uh, and of course, you can only get the Shadow Docket on the Patreon page. Again, patreon.com slash Show or simply bobseskashow.com. We, we are back. We need you to come back, too. Yes, exactly. That's such a good point. It's a completely unfiltered, commercial-free continuation of all the fun and news. It's only going to cost you pennies per episode. The Shadow Dockets drop every Tuesday and Thursday after the free shows, and it'll only cost you $5 per month. Right? You're going to get the Shadow Docket twice a week, all the additional content. Content. More importantly, you're going to be supporting this fully independent podcast. So don't miss out. BobSeskaShow.com. Go and sign up right now. Why don't you? And we thank you in advance. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bob Seska.
yeah, Cersei Link, Christian Nesmith. Uh, yeah, this is the last track on their Cosmological album. It's called God from the Machine. We played this a few times already because I fucking love it. So good. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, Cersei Link and Christian Nesmith will be right here tomorrow. Wow. The big Wednesday interview show. We're going to talk to Cersei and Christian about this album, Cosmologica, and do a deep dive into it track by track because, well, it's for selfish reasons, because I love this album so much. It's one of my all-time favorite prog albums. I love prog rock, like the 70s epic rock. Yeah, like Yes, Genesis, all that stuff, Pink Floyd. Tell Tell them I said this song is tripping. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll mention that to them. And uh, and so I've wanted to talk to them for a long time and just pick their yeah. brains about what went into creating this album, what Very they were cool. thinking, what, is, what does it all mean? What are they trying to tell me? What are they trying to say to me Listen with this to album? This. this is magnificent, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Cersei Link is an immense and gifted vocalist well, and uh, lyric writer and Christian oh, Nesmith. And- the fullness of this piece, uh, or orchestrally, it's, uh, it's yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. Christian Nesmith plays all of the instruments on this. Well, of course Which is just incredible. He's like a one-man band. <laughs> uh, it's like he's every member of Yes combined into yeah. one nice and talented guy. So, yeah. Yes. Yes, he is. I <laughs> uh, got a link in the description to support uh, this album, Cosmologica, by uh, Cersei and Christian. And make wow. sure to listen to tomorrow's show. Uh, BobSuska.com slash music to submit your work. And by the way, we've got, mm-hmm. we still have another song to come here on today's show. Out of the second break, we're going to be premiering the brand new single by Anna Marie, one of our favorite recording artists here on the show. She's got a brand new single called Thank You. And that's going to be coming up after the uh, second break. We're going to play a little little clip of it as we usually do. And uh, we hope you go and uh, support Anna Marie, one of the most optimistic and sunshiny people and most talented people that we play here on the show. So uh, make sure to do that. All right. She's a ray of sunshine on Twitter, too. Yes, she is. It's always a pleasure to scroll through my timeline and land on one of her posts because she's always uh, upbeat and optimistic and grateful for uh, the support that she gets. And yeah, it's a wonderful thing to see and uh, quite rare, strikingly rare on social media these days when we're all These are the things that stand out now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So where do we leave off? Uh, oh, yeah, Trump is basically uh, threatening Georgia. autocracy here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, his, with his plans for uh, if he uh, becomes president again, and we're going we're gonna to disabuse him of that uh, possibility here, hopefully. But he intends to bring uh, independent agencies like the FCC, which makes and enforces rules for television and Internet companies, and the Federal Trade Commission, which enforces various antitrust and other consumer protection rules against businesses, under direct presidential control. It's a huge power grab he wants to engage in here. He wants to revive the practice of impounding funds, refusing to spend money Congress has appropriated for programs a president doesn't like, a tactic that lawmakers banned under Richard Nixon. He intends to uh, strip employment protections from tens of thousands of career civil servants, making it easier to replace them if they're deemed obstacles to his agenda. Uh, I would imagine this includes FBI agents, CIA agents, uh, people in the military, anyone who would get in his way or otherwise investigate him for his myriad crimes. 
And so this is a this is not just a presidential power grab. This is a cover my ass thing. This is him saying, hey, you know what? I need to be able to commit crimes without the whatever they're calling it, the deep state crawling up my ass and indicting me. So I'm just going to eliminate he, the deep state is basically he is, saying he is telling us in advance. Yeah that he plans an autocracy, an authoritarian government, yep. a one-man, strongman government, a strongman government such as the type you've heard about in South America and other yeah. places. He, he, he wants to be that. He wants to change our government, ending democracy to make it an autocracy yes. where he or whoever's president, but you know that if he were to get the job and I'm pretty confident he won't, but it's important that we talk about this anyway because he's he's put it out in writing, and Republicans have put it out in writing and endorsed this. Yeah, and Republicans now favor an autocrat, autocratic, one-man government that mm -hmm. would uh, usurp and replace the Congress of the United States. Yes, uh, this is the end of America as we have known it. If Trump were to get elected. Now, the good news to me is that although he does have the support of maybe as many as 85 percent of Republicans in the primary states, as he's claimed in Iowa, mm -hmm. uh, even if he has that kind of Republican support. Uh, he uh, definitely at least 30 points ahead of DeSantis, I know. Uh, even if he has that kind of support, it's a, it's a minority party. Yeah. It, they don't have the votes, even, even just the, the Trump voters, not enough to defeat uh, Joe Biden, who, by the way, is kicking ass. Uh, he, he just uh, came off of seven days of one win after another, after another, after another. Yeah. The, bri the bridge in 12 days, uh, Sweden into uh, NATO. Uh, inflation down to 3%. Wow. Uh, there's something else I'm forgetting. Uh, he just, this guy just keeps winning and winning and winning. And uh, you, meanwhile, you have Trump saying uh, in black and white, uh, I, I want to end democracy and change this to an autocracy. Yeah. And Republicans are supporting it. Yeah. The other uh, aspect of this is he says here, uh, according to the New York Times, he plans to scour the intelligence agencies, the State Department and the defense bureaucracies. This is basically uh -huh. what yes. I was just saying. Right, uh, right. To remove officials, he is vilified as, quote, the sick political class that hates our country. Mm -hmm. Whenever he says our country, he means Donald Trump. Right. He's talking about because he conflates himself with the country all the time in his rallies and his statements and his troths. He's always saying, yes, they hate our country. Well, what he's really saying is they hate me. And the thing that uh, we've been talking about for some time now, Buzz, is right. no. they're looking at our democracy as a game of musical chairs. And what they want to do is be the last people sitting in that last chair. They want to be, they want to be the victors in all of this. And then what they, they want, want to all do, the chairs, exactly know. right. And then what they want to do, and now I'm mixing my metaphors, but what they want to do is they want to barricade the door behind them, so that no other party or no other group of ideologues will ever take that post away from them. So it's right. essentially become president. Implement all kinds of things that eliminate any possibility that that president will be removed from office and then 
you know, do whatever the hell they want. Just steamroll oh. the entire country if they need oh, to. And and the other way Biden kicked ass uh, this past week is by raising $72 million in the second quarter, which is more than double yes. what Trump raised and more than three times what DeSantis raised. Uh, they, so with all these victories, uh, governmentally and, and politically, mm-hmm. uh, you've got that in on one side of the scale. And on the other side of the scale, you have Trump threatening uh, autocracy upon this country, yeah. uh, you know, and and all of this in the midst of the hammers coming down. We we can only hope what uh, Judge Cannon will rule today, but we are certain those indictments are coming. I yeah. I am I I will take go out on that limb. I am certain that indictments are coming. Uh, this is not wishful thinking on my part anymore. They're here. As for what Judge Cannon will rule, well, I, I don't know. It's almost a coin toss. Uh, a, a coin toss. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it, but it's 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 a toss up really as yeah, to yeah. as to what she'll decide. Mm-hmm. That that we can't say with certainty. We can only wish and hope. But the other thing, the indictment is very real, and that's the environment in which we have Biden winning on one side and Trump threatening autocracy on the other. Uh, we have to start winning elections by not just small margins, but by a lot, like super-majority margins. Yeah. What have I been saying for the last three years? Yes, we, we can't just out... Because we have so many hurdles to overcome. Mm-hmm. The voter suppression, the, the, the gerrymandering, yeah. everything else they've done to cheat, to win all those chairs in their game of musical chairs so that there are no chairs left for Democrats because that is the game that they're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we don't have to play that anymore, but the only way to defeat that is to not just win, you know, uh, 56% to 54%. It's a victory, but yeah. eh, we need to do so much better than that. It's time for the American people to step up and really show a true majority show these idiots what the vast majority of americans really feel and believe and see look at the results of joe biden look at look at what's the darkness of the other side which is all about grievance and uh whatever their latest cultural complaint is uh in in the midst of uh the fact that we the skies are filled with smoke uh, some places are flooded from rains uh, most of the country is scorching uh it was was it it was 152 degrees uh, to, uh yesterday at the uh, Persian Gulf airport in Iran near Jesus Dubai Christ. 152 anything over 95 is considered unsafe for humans it was 152 this is not a trend this is not a fluke i mean sorry this is not a fluke it is a trend uh and it, yeah. the cl- climate change is upon us now and uh, the prospect of trump getting elected uh, for another four years, and whatever Judge Cannon decides today could have a lot to do with that. But uh, the prospect of him getting elected over the next four years, the next five years being crucial to the climate, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're talking about a judge making a decision today that affects the end of the world. You know, over the break, I was listening to Mark Maron's podcast, as I love to right. do. I don't mind uh, promoting other podcasts here in the show, show, especially really good ones like uh, like Mark's podcast. But uh, he had a guest on, uh, an author, to talk about QAnon and this psyop that's being uh, orchestrated to gather all of these suckers together and, and circulate around Donald Trump. And the prevailing notion uh-huh. behind this cult of people 
And this yeah. is according to Mark Maron's guest, uh, which, by the way, the episode was called United States of Conspiracy. They talked about okay. secret societies and some other things like that. Right. And one of the things that's gu the guiding principle behind this particular QAnon Republican cult is the notion that Democrats, liberals, normals, rhinos, etc., are all literal demons. Yeah. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. They believe True. that we're demons or shape-shifting lizard people. And, you know, it's strange because it's something we've been saying on the show for some time now. Look at this demographic of people. Look how easily led they are. They go yes. to the tent revivals, the faith-healing uh, right. scam artists who go from town to town and pretend to That's heal people of their infirmities and then uh, ask for all of your money. And so you've got this entire uh, group of disciples. And we're more talking about- ever More of them than ever before. Yeah, we're talking in the millions who yeah. are handing over their checking accounts and their savings accounts to Donald Trump and to all of these organizations circulating around him, these cynical cash grabs that we're seeing. Otherwise, the demons are going to win and they're going to do all these terrible things to you. So it's not just, well, there are political opponents and we have differing ideas. This is, holy shit, we need to seize power and then barricade the door behind us because right. here come the demons... I mean, all of this makes perfect sense. This is what Donald Trump is exploiting on a regular this basis. Is, this is that fear that we talked about times 1,000. This is that yeah. fear on steroids. Right, right. And it's such bullshit. Bullshit. I mean, oh, we all yeah. see it as bullshit. Now it's bullshit on steroids. Yeah, exactly right. Can democracy continue to function when you have such a broad population of people who are just... Out to I've, lunch. I've, and, I've said for yeah. a long time, we've got uh, the, the population is divided into those who believe the sky is blue yeah. and those who believe the sky is green. Mm -hmm. That My point there is that's how far apart we are. How can we discuss the sky with those folks if we don't even agree on the color of it? Yeah. And, and, and that's the sort of nature of the disagreements that, that separate us right now. And I, I've seen a lot of talk about you know, family gatherings are important and this kind of thing to try to try to heal this country that yeah. we need to rebond, that there's been a lot of social isolation that was exacerbated by the pandemic. Uh, and then that people are, are have drifted apart and that we need to come together. Well, I, I get that, but you still are going to have a Thanksgiving table full of people, half of whom believe the sky is green. And I just don't get, I need somebody to explain to me, how do I converse with these people? Uh, you know, how do I, I mean, it just seems there's no reaching them. It seems yeah. you can't. You can only talk about the weather. We're beyond conversing, Buzz. I think it's yeah, now a matter know, of deprogramming. I think they need to be deprogrammed the because they've been tricked. They've been exploited. They've been duped and, into and believing the, yeah, the and, uh, aspects of this cult. And it's the hardest thing in the world to convince someone that they they don't want to admit that they've been stupid. They don't want to yeah. admit that they've been duped. Bingo. So uh, this makes the job even harder. Yeah, yeah. God, that's a, such a great point. That's the, that's the real challenge is yeah. that they want to save face. So right. they will never go, oh, you know what? Fuck, I was... 
really deceived by that con man, Donald Trump. And I was really it's deceived happened. by these flim flam artists who are uh, doing the Q drops and all the rest of it. It has happened in individual cases, but yeah. uh, we're talking about so many people here. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. And I, I've always said, uh, half joking, half true, I think, 15% of the American population is insane. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're never going to get that. So just skim that 15% off the opposition right. because that's where the nuts are. Uh, and, and so that makes, uh, their site even smaller when you get down to sane people, mm-hmm. uh, I think. So, uh, I just, you know, that's, that's our salvation and yeah, uh, bigger than, uh, don't just win, win big. And that's yeah. the best way to, I think, confront this. I think the right. idea of deprogramming, well, that's. I think that's beyond the realm of what we can do as voters necessarily. We each have to do our own thing with our own family and friends, I guess. But as a broader movement, I think the best thing that we can do is to uh, exploit all of our resources in order to start dominating elections again. Not just by three points or four points. We're talking about 15, 20 points. Those are the kind of margins we ought to be getting, and that requires registering more voters, and I mean specifically Democratic voters. Don't just go out and register random voters. Make sure to register Democratic voters or people who are going to vote for the side of adulthood and rationality and reason and science and democracy. That's who we need. We don't want to bring more idiots and suckers to the table. Right, right. And, uh, you know, the accomplishments of Joe Biden just in the last week, the thing that mm-hmm. the bridge in 12 days, the 3% yeah. inflation. I mean, what do you want? You know, I, I posted today, stop your whining and just reelect the guy. <laughs> exactly you know, right. Yeah. Based on these numbers, what? Consumer confidence is at 73%. Uh, what? It's and, 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 and that's up substantially. Yeah. Uh, things are looking pretty good. Yep, yep. And it's just a matter of getting that message out. And it's and still yep. not getting out. And by the way, just some kudos to whoever put together that ad in Ohio about uh, <laughs> with the Republicans sitting in the bedroom as those people are having sex. That was a world-class, immensely oh, I, effective, and you know what? Kind of hot. Uh, I haven't glad. seen I, it. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen Oh, my God. I'm it not, is uh, brilliant. These two people are having sex in their bed. It's a hetero couple. The camera pans over, and there's a Republican sitting there telling them what they can and can't do. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? It's yeah. <laughs> it's a really, yeah. really good one. Yeah, the party of small government. That's right. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. So more like that, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, one last break. We're going to come back and uh, talk briefly about this Georgia Supreme Court ruling that crapped all over Donald Trump's head, plus uh, okay. a couple of clips of audio here that we still need to get to. So more to come on our return from vacation. Back with more show right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Bob Seska plays more music. Didn't end up like we wanted. Might have broken down in tears. Seems so small, but at the time, the heartbreak felt so real. We had some history behind us. We've been friends for quite some time. Now everything's left in the dust. It still blows my mind. Oh, I know we had to move on to better things. Felt like a part of me was gone. The harmony for the songs we'd sing. You told me chase down your dreams when it was time. I can't help but smile when that comes to mind. Wow. Yeah, from Canada. When I was scared the great Anna Marie and her brand new single, Thank You. you this one is uh, uh, powering its way up the charts. Lots of streams so far. I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you. And uh, must follow on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. You got to follow Anna Marie and make sure to download this track. Go to bobseska.com. Find this episode dated 7-18-23. Holy click. mackerel, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Click wow. On, click on that link, scroll on down, and you'll find links to uh, support Anna Marie. Get this single into your record collection now. Do it now. Love it. In fact, you, can, you know what? I give you permission to pause the show. <laughs> And go and download the new Anna Marie single. Again, it's called Thank You. And we thank Anna Marie for sharing this with us. Uh, Pause now. And we're back. And thank you for coming back and joining us again. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, uh, God, we've still got more to come here on the show. Uh, How many topics have I prevented you from getting to today? (laughs) Hey, you know what? So be it. That's the way the show goes. It's about spontaneity, isn't it? That is the prime directive of the show. Oh, and by the way, speaking of the show, just real quick, mm-hmm. I'm just going to add another thing to the uh, pile of show here. Another thing. Um, the Trek Politics Podcast with me and Mary Trump, we are getting so many wonderful reactions and tweets and comments about the show. The thing, though, that we're running into right now is the writer strike and the actor strike, the Screen Actors right. Guild strike, the Writers Guild strike. And we're facing a conundrum insofar as we can't really promote Star Trek on a show about Star Trek because of the writer's strike and right. the, the Screen Actors Guild strike. And even though we're not specifically members of those unions, they're recommending that, quote-unquote, influencers not discuss these be, kinds of shows, not discuss because, these studio projects. Maybe if I may say so, because you and Mary and, and myself for that matter, and I suspect your other hosts as well, uh, support the unions. And, yeah. and we do not want to cause them offense mm-hmm. uh, by sort of crossing that line, by engaging actors to talk about a product that they're not interested in promoting right now because they have a bigger fish to fry. They yeah. have uh, more important issues to deal with and uh, uh, have no desire to assist uh, their opponents in this negotiation, mm-hmm. uh, which is the, the studios and the producers. So uh, out of respect, if nothing else, uh, yeah. 
you know, it's it, you got to back off a little bit in some form or fashion. Yeah, so we recorded a show yesterday with our guest Kirk Acevedo, who oh, plays uh, Crin from uh, Picard season three. Plays a Vulcan gangster. He's Picard. been on Oz and Twelve Monkeys and many other shows. Yeah, Band of Brothers, just an right. immense career. But instead of talking about his career, what we did is we talked about the strike specifically. Right. And leading into that conversation with Kirk, Mary and I had a, a conversation about an episode of Deep Space Nine called Bar Association. It's the only episode of Star Trek that features uh, a labor union and a strike wow. where Rom, who's Quark's brother, goes on strike against Quark at Quark's bar <laughs> and they demand a pay raise. They demand paid sick leave. They have a whole list of demands. It's a great right. episode. We talked about that episode as the lead-in to the conversation with Kirk, and then right. coming out of the conversation with Kirk, we talked about the latest episode of Strange New Worlds. We're not going to release those two parts of the show. Yet, anyway. Yet, yeah. 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 So this week will strictly be our conversation with Kirk Acevedo about the strike. And we're doing that in solidarity with the union, uh, with the union members. We're doing that in solidarity with the actors and the writers. And we're still discussing, in fact, Mary and I were talking about this right up to the moment that you and I connected to do the show today, Buzz, mm -hmm. about how to proceed moving forward. Um, because between you and me and everyone listening to the show right now, Next week, we have the great Mary McDonald joining oh, yeah. us on Love the her. podcast, uh, on the Trek Politics podcast. And Mary McDonald, you might know her from Battlestar Galactica and Dances with Wolves and yes. just myriad shows and movies. She's an amazing person, an amazing actor. And once again, we're going to talk with her about the strike. Uh, right. And we're going to record that episode on Monday. After that, question mark, question mark, question mark. Equals profit. <laughs> Right. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. We may continue with conversations about the strike. We may just stop down the show until the strike is resolved. Which just I, a hiatus, but yeah. you can come back, you know. Yeah, so right as we start this show, yeah. we have to stop doing the show. But that doesn't mean it's going to be a permanent stoppage. We're going to come no. back and continue doing the show because we love doing the show, a lot of supporters of the show, and so uh, we're not going to abandon it, but we do want to be uh, cognizant of the struggle of the actors and the writers and, and all and, of and this will be this will be true of other uh, podcasts related to Star Trek. Exactly. Uh, most of the others will have to. Yeah. We'll have to take some similar sorts of actions. Right. In fact, uh, we've got Sean Farrick booked for right. the Trek Politics podcast, and he's the host <laughs> of uh, several shows on the right. Trek Culture channel well, on YouTube. Now, you, now the two of you can talk about how you're going to do shows in the midst of the strike. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. That's what we're going to have yeah. to talk about. Well, how are you handling this? Well, I don't know. How are you handling this? <laughs> well, we're not doing shows anymore, I think, after this. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe we will. Uh, so that'll be the extent of the conversation yeah. with Sean, wow. too. Wow, stay it's a, tuned. It's a little bit of a dance. But in the meantime, yeah. trekpolitics.com. Also find us on uh, your favorite podcast player, Apple Podcasts specifically. And make sure to give us a five-star rating and review. We got a great interview with Tim Russ. If you know Tim Russ, he oh played my God, yes. yeah. Tuvok on Voyager and Picard Season 3. We recorded that before the strike. But if you're a fan of the Stephanie Miller show, which Tim Russ is, so this is funny talking to Tim Russ is like, oh, right. so you're the Vulcan who likes fart jokes. Uh, <laughs> so that was fun. Um, and But he really dug into the politics. He really got into the yeah. politics side of yeah. things. So we had a great long conversation with Tim Russ. 
And so you can listen to that. And plus That's we're still out there. Yeah. Right. We're plus we're posting the video versions of Trek politics on our YouTube channel. So that's oh, cool. all starting to go up right now. Available uh, on the Trek politics channel on YouTube is the interview with Terry Metalis, the first episode of the show. And then uh, our interview with Jerry Ryan, the interview with Todd Stashwick is going to go up very, very soon. And we're okay with that because we recorded yeah. it before the strike. Right. It's just like uh, the fact that some of these shows that we're not talking about are still on, on the air, still available, yes. still being downloaded. <sighs> so, uh, you know, they're, they're still out there. These shows will still be out there as well. So you actually have a library of stuff and the video to look forward to yeah. during this, uh, what what could be a little break. But yeah, yeah, uh, the, yeah the, and, and uh, you want to be sure and listen to the Tim Russ uh, interview uh, so you learn about subspace pancakes. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of the subspace yeah. pancakes. I think right. I almost forgot about that. Uh, yeah, we were talking about things uh, like sci-fi tropes that, as an astronomer, which uh, Tim Russ is, uh -huh. what, what are some of the sci-fi tropes that drive him crazy uh, on right. Star Trek? And he said, yeah, it's the subspace thing. Everything is subspace this, subspace that, subspace pancakes. And, of course, right. when he said subspace <laughs> pancakes, Mary and I just yeah. burst out laughing. Sure, sure. Turned it into a whole conversation. We posted the video up on the Trek Politics uh, Twitter account right. and the Instagram account, at Trek Politics, so you can watch that, too. Uh, all right. So I think our, our takeaway here is show business is very hard work. Yeah, it's volatile. <laughs> <laughs> it's mercurial, as they say. All right, so the Georgia State Supreme Court took a giant crap on Trump's head. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Georgia uh, State Supreme Court on Monday mm -hmm. unanimously rejected former President Donald Trump's bid to disqualify Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis from the 2020 presidential election probe and to quash a special purpose grand jury's final report that recommends people be indicted. So they said, not only are we not going to uh, pay attention to what you have to say, Donald, but you should have gone to the uh, lower courts first. Can I? Yeah. Can I? Can I just read you one line from the, their their court order? Their yeah. Decision? Yeah. The, this is not the sort of relief that this court affords, at least absent extraordinary circumstances. <laughs> the petitioner has not shown or present here. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all good. And they're petitioning the state or with the lower court, the Fulton Superior Court. Uh -huh. So they're, they're going to try that. But the state Supreme Court said, well, you're probably going to fail at that. <laughs> right. And even if they win at that, it still comes back to the state Supreme Court, which will turn it down again. So exactly. This, this is effectively over. Uh, and it was before it began. But but this is one of those cases, Bob, we were talking about what Judge Cannon decides today. Uh, it, like that decision, I didn't know how this one was going to go. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I thought they would probably do the right thing and rule against Trump here. But it's Georgia, and I, you know, I just wasn't sure how the Georgia Supreme Court, uh, conservative as it is, would rule. And uh, thankfully, uh, I think they ruled on the side of the rule of law and, and made the right decision here. Yeah. But, but again, I wasn't sure we'd get the right decision. I'm greatly relieved that we did, and, and I'm hoping the same for today's uh, Judge Cannon ruling. Okay, so uh, in the final moments here, what we're going to do <laughs> is I've got a bunch of clips of audio. I'm going to dump some of those clips into the shadow docket, which we okay. like to do. It's our uh, privilege to be able to do that. But what we're going to do is we're going to play this Marjorie Taylor Greene clip from the TPUSA yes, shindig over the weekend, uh, where she basically walked into her own propeller and <laughs> was essentially tying Joe Biden to the legacy of President Lyndon Johnson. 
And uh, I don't know why, because while it may have worked at TPUSA, because uh, fuck LBJ and his Medicare and his civil rights act. Trying to tie socialists together. Yeah, yeah. But with everyone else, all the rest of the normals in the United States, this was actually a rousing endorsement of Joe Biden. So here is a... Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about uh, Biden and LBJ. Lyndon B. Johnson is very similar to Joe Biden. Thank you. How are they the same? He's dead. They're both Democrat socialists. <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson was the majority leader in the Senate. Does that sound familiar? Why would that? Yes, of course he was. Why would that be familiar? Because Joe Biden never was. So what's a, is there a comparison here? What are you talking about, lady? Yeah, do well, we have Chuck Schumer. He's the majority leader in the Senate. Oh, boy, Thank you very much. Is. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. He was vice president to Kennedy. Joe was vice president to Obama. Okay, great. They were both vice presidents to liberal socialist presidents. Right, right. President Kennedy, beloved by the right. American people. So right. once again, thank you, Marge. He was appointed as the president after JFK was assassinated. Then he was elected. See, this is a valuable service she's conducting here for all mm-hmm. the people who just don't know a fuck all about American history. Right. Yeah, she just looked this up, by the way. <laughs> That's right. She's just reading the Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His big socialist programs were the Great Society. The Great Society were big government programs to address education. Medical care, urban problems. Notice she said medical care. Like it was a dirty word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she deliberately didn't say Medicare. Why? Yeah, I don't know, but she's making Biden and Democrats sound better. Yeah, well, she didn't say Medicare because Medicare is wildly popular. And they just all made a huge stink during the State of the Union when Joe Biden accused them of wanting to downsize Social Security and Medicare. Mm. Or she just got it wrong. It just tumbled out of her mouth wrong. That could also be true. She is an idiot, you know. (laughs) Granted. Rural poverty, transportation, Medicare, Medicaid, food stamps, and welfare. The office. Which, by the way, uh, welfare, food stamps, Medicaid, a a vast majority of people who are on those programs. Right. uh, White people. White people who, by the way. Right like to vote for Donald Trump and have MAGA Trump flags hanging on hanging off the fronts of their trailers. But have benefited most from Bidenomics. Bidenomics right. has been more helpful in red states than in blue states. Yeah. Uh, and and yet they, they don't see it and, and never will. So yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why we bother. We're back to get your government hands off my Medicare. Get your government hands off my food stamps. Right, but <laughs> almost everything she's listing here is extremely popular. Yeah. It, it's not until she gets to the word welfare that's kind of a trigger button for some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not until she gets down to the bottom of the list yeah. uh, do, does is there anything that a conservative would object to? Everything else on the list that she listed is universally liked. She's giving Democrats credit for most of the good stuff we have. Yes, indeed. All right, let's continue. Of economic opportunity and big labor and labor unions. Now, LBJ you. had the Great Society, but Joe Biden had Build Back Better, and he still is working on it. There are history books, myriad right. history books. Yeah. About the Great Society. Yes. And fine, let's couple Build Back Better with the Great Society. Thank you very much. Thank you for making Build Back Better now as big, his- historically iconic, Margaret Taylor. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what an idiot. The largest public investment in social infrastructure and environmental programs 
that is actually finishing what FDR started that LBJ expanded on (laughs) and Joe Biden is attempting to complete socialism. Meanwhile, we are now $32 trillion in debt with record high homelessness, 40-year record inflation. We're losing the U.S. dollar as the number one world currency. We're losing our freedoms. Our government is one big, fat, bloated machine. And it's killing the American dream. All right. Just to be clear about something, the homeless problem right now uh, has to do greatly with the opioid epidemic, which Donald right. Trump pledged to eradicate and which mm. he did not. Never addressed it, yeah. Yeah, inflation is down to 3%. That's right. Whereas in other industrialized nations, inflation is in the teens still, if not in, higher than in that. The industrial, in the industrialized nation of Florida, it's 7.3%. Exactly. Inflation. Right. Thanks, but, Ron. <laughs> but that's Joe Biden's fault, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Nationally, it's 3%, and that's what mm-hmm. matters that's as far right. as Joe that's Biden right. goes. Yeah, That's yeah. right. So that's uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene walking into her own propeller, and I think Joe Biden I, and his people have already I, put together an ad using yeah, this. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, that, that needs to go into a Biden ad. And yeah. by the way, this uh, Biden raising the $72 million, and, and I'm sure he'll be getting more help uh, over the mm-hmm. next year. Uh, but uh, he's also being very frugal. He's not spending it yet. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, that means I think we can look forward to uh, a hell of a campaign yeah. uh, from from him and from his people. Well, hopefully he doesn't spend a penny when it comes to RFK Jr., which we're going to be we're going right. to talk about no. that guy uh, on the shadow docket here. Very good. Very good. Yeah. You know how many people uh, I hear comments from saying I got the, I got the, the Patreon membership. I got the shadow docket is absolutely worth the price of admission. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, I mean, a number of people have written me to say uh, that that's how they feel. And that, that's just the greatest thing ever. So it is. if it that's is. incentive to anyone listening, uh, come and get it. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. So uh, one last thing here we're going to play before we talk about the aforementioned Shadow Dogget is uh, this clip from Asen. He put together a super edit yes. of all of Tucker Carlson's <laughs> psychotic laughter during Great. his TPUSA remarks the other day. And I, I do want to underscore the word psychotic because this is beyond, I mean, we play this for fun, <laughs> but in this one, he goes to the next level to the point of like, wh- what's wrong with Tucker? Like wh- <laughs> there's, su- there's a screw yeah. loose in Tucker's head yeah. and it needs to be pinned down before something even worse happens. So this is Tucker Carlson losing all of his marbles on stage at the TPUSA thing for Charlie Kirk. Go Megan Kelly. I mean, <laughs> I will say it's tempting. Whoever said do it, you're the devil on my shoulder. <laughs> do it! <laughs> I've, I've, spent my, I've spent my whole life. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Thank you. Probably not going to get very far, right? Why? Shut up! Uh, this is running the world. <laughs> like, what wouldn't they do? Oh, right. Good point. What? Shut up! Racist insurrectionist! <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Shut up! Okay. Higher approach! <laughs> so if I can just give you one piece of advice... 
after 27 years in the television business, don't trust a man with numb gums. Okay, what? I... Tim Burton just called. He wants Tucker to play the next Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be right. Wow. Oh, my God. What oh, wow. the fuck? Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, if you were to hear that from someone who is standing on a street corner handing out leaflets, right? you might be inclined to contact the authorities. Sure, I would, yeah. Yeah, someone with a giant net. There's a man out here who needs help. <laughs> yeah, as Charlie Kirk likes to say, get the net. Oh my God. And everyone's going, well, that seems perfectly normal. Yay for Tucker. Hey, he's lost just about everything. You know, he's gone from uh, millions of viewers down to, what, uh, 93,000 now? Yeah, yeah. It's totally, wow. you know what that is? That's a look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm still relevant. Look at me. Yeah, and it's not working. That's what that's all about. He's yeah. gone. He's history. He's dust. He's vapor. He's out of here. Yeah. So how many of our uh, tweets for the day did we use up with this show? I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to do the math here. Now, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. The uh, the throttling of the number of tweets you can look at during a <laughs> typical day. During a show. While you're doing a show, show, how yeah. many can you see? Right, right, know. right. Yeah. Okay, well, still to come on the Shatter Docket uh, at patreon.com slash show. Mm-hmm. We're going to play a little bit of this Marjorie Taylor Greene rap song, which is just uh, some new level of horrendousness <laughs> that is almost like punishment. It's like, a, it's like they're punishing us. Um, plus, Don Jr. says he's not on coke. Oh, good. We have a tape to argue that. Yeah, we do. It goes like this. Don Jr.'s on coke. Yeah, see? But he says he's not on coke. He says Don Jr.'s not on coke. Don Jr.'s on I, coke. Yeah. I can't wait to hear him argue with himself. Dost thou protest too much? <laughs> <laughs> plus, uh, let's see what else. RFK Jr. stepped okay. into it. I think he's done. I think his time is up. I hope so. Step off. Even crazy Marianne Williamson was like, okay, this guy's an anti-Semite. <laughs> well, now you know. Yeah. Uh, plus uh, some shitty things they're doing to migrants at the border and a whole lot more. Once again, the Shadow Docket Show is exclusive to our Patreon page. However, if you're adept with RSS feeds and things like that, once you sign up for the Shadow Docket, you can get it pumped into your favorite podcast player. I have no idea how that works, so if you can either. figure it out, good luck, because yeah. I'm no help when it comes to... Uh, and don't explain it to us. We don't want to know. Yeah, that's, I know. I know. We always get that. But that's okay. <laughs> People are just trying to be helpful. All right, see you, right. On the, see you on the Shadow Docket. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. Thanks, helpers. <laughs>